The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by Alt Playground. APG is more than just a place to find couples to swap with. Alt Playground is a lifestyle community for all non-monogamous and sexually adventurous people to connect and share. And you know I started a profile. Join me over at altplayground.net. That's A-L-T playground.net. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Shout out to my cold sore getting in the way of eating out my girlfriend since yesterday morning. This is Billy Presida and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Yeah, hashtag normalize cold sores. I don't know what to tell you. Welcome to the show. This week, folks, I've got on a fellow stand-up comedian and Redditor, Kit Williams. Oh, she was so much fucking fun. I can't wait to uh, share her with you all in a little bit. But first, Baby and I, Megan and I, we went uh, over the weekend. We went to a drive-in movie theater. And no, we did not get into some hanky-panky there because it was a drive-in showing of the PG film Space Jam. I I actually have a Space Jam Donald Duck jersey, like an official (laughs) Donald Duck basketball Space Jam jersey that I wore. Found it in a thrift shop in Portland. And uh, we went. And I got to tell you, the movie kind of holds up. Like, I thought there were going to be glaring plot holes throughout the thing, like most children's movies. But no, like, it's fa- it's fairly intact. Like, terrible acting by MJ, but like a fairly intact film, I would say. Now, if you don't know the premise of Space Jam, then I think you're about 23 years old. And don't worry, I will tell you. Uh, Space Jam is about Michael Jordan and the Looney Tunes playing a basketball game against aliens, who if they win, they get to take all the, the Looney Tunes to a faraway uh, alien planet where they serve as attractions at some sort of theme park, right? And the way these little tiny alien dudes become competitive is they go steal the powers, the talent of some of the most prominent NBA players at the time, like Patrick Ewing and Charles Barkley, uh, stuff like, you know, and Muggsy Bogues and Sean Bradley and Larry Johnson. And now in the movie, in the real world, there's like this this panic in the NBA about like what's happening to these players. Are they sick? Is there some sort of neurological issue? Is there a virus maybe spreading throughout the clubhouses? And in it, they talk about, they talk about potentially shutting down the NBA. There's a scene where uh, the Los Angeles Lakers refuse to go change in their locker room because they're like, we don't fucking know what's in there. And so they they literally put on gas masks and they change out in the hallway just so they don't have to go in the locker room. And they, again, they propose shutting down the NBA over an unknown virus that might might be spreading. We have a virus right now that we know is spreading rampantly, and we're just like, I don't know. Let's we can still play the game. I also watched, uh, I was watching an episode of House MD recently, a good old season eight episode of House, and there's there's a conversation about some dude who stockpiled weapons, Um, and then there's this little debate uh, among two characters who go like, that's ridiculous to have that many guns, and another one's like, is it ridiculous? What if civilization falls? What if there's a terrorist attack 
or a pandemic where we ration out medical supplies. And literally the character in response goes, that's ridiculous. Oh, is it? Is it ridiculous? It's crazy. Something not just about COVID times, but Trump times, but also COVID times is like it's difficult to make exaggerations that are funny because like the exaggerations we would have said 10 years ago, five years ago, like they're reality now. Like you can't make the distinction of like, huh, what are you talking about? That that would that's crazy. Okay, that would be like if the federal government like sent unmarked federal troops to a city to kidnap citizens off the street. Oh, wait, shit. I'm genuinely feeling that like problem as a comedian where I'm like, I don't even know like where to make fun of what and like what mechanisms to use because so many of like, like I said, like exaggeration, hyperbole, uh, they, they once were hyperbole and now they're like options and it's fucking terrifying. But if you have the opportunity to watch space jam, I recommend it. (laughs) Okay. And uh, and that's a good time to do the fan whore appreciation moment. Yes, because being a member also means you get a shout out right here on the podcast. Uh, this is the part of the pod where I like to give uh, some love to the people who have been loving me with their credit card. Mm, love it. Uh, right now, I want to give a shout out to Brad Isaac. Ooh, daddy. Looking good in that white suit. Looking sharp. Looking fresh. From what I can gather on his social media, you know, when he got married, he wore like a fresh white suit. And I'm like, you know what, dude? Feeling it. Way to go. I don't have the confidence for a white suit. Good on you for having it. And thanks for supporting the show. And I want to give a thank you to Evans Knight. And look, I don't want to make it weird, but I kind of like scrolled through some of your social media and I checked out the pics. And I'm just saying, you look sassy and I need you in my corner, buddy. Everyone needs a sassy mouth in the corner to make your opponents cry. And I'm just I'm kind of leaving that to you. Got it. Cool. Thanks for being a member. All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash podcast. Again, that's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash podcast. Become a member. It's what all the cool kids do. And it also helps keep this podcast afloat, especially during such tough times. I know there are tough times for all of you out there. But uh, if, if a lot of you do your part with just two bucks, it helps keep, you know, a roof over my head, the Wi-Fi on, and condoms on my cock. Cack. And now for this week's guest, Kit Williams. Kit is, ooh, just this was a serendipitous coming together of people. I responded to a Reddit ad about a week ago who wanted to do some race play. Ooh, race play. Very scary. Um, it's very easy to go horribly tragically wrong but i was like hey if that's gonna get you off it's that that's gonna make the inner thighs quiver that i could give that a go i was like i'm a comedian i have improvisational skills i could probably work with this can you just give me like a clearance of of which terms i can use please by the time she called me in response to me responding to her ad she kind of had been like i don't know if that's a good idea considering everything going on and i was like yep uh and we ultimately didn't decide, we ultimately didn't hook up and that's fine that's cool right but she is she is a comedian she is a performer and i thought it was really interesting that um she wanted to try some race play that that was a fantasy of hers that also was a fantasy of hers that she has decided not to have realized or at least not have it realized by a stranger on reddit and uh 
let's go get to know Kit Williams. You can check me. My mic level's great. Yes. And I'm sounding professional. Yes, you're picking up right there. Awesome. I feel like I should have put on a wig or something so I could have it. <laughs> Like a persona, but you're just going to get me, which I don't know what the fuck that is this morning. So, yay. I'm looking forward to finding out what, what you is. I don't uh, know. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on the day of the week. I got a taste for it uh, over the phone. Well, I mean, like, we can always start from there because, well, I just find myself in those situations. It's called life. Talking on the phone with strangers from Reddit? Well, yeah, because I felt like... That was what I wanted to do that day. I just I woke up that morning and I was like, you know what? What are you going to do with your life today, Kit Williams? And I was like, you know, I think I'm going to go to Reddit, get myself an anonymous profile and just go out searching for men or women, whatever. I was, a, I was easy. I was I'm searching for a tongue today. That's <laughs> Pretty much because it's like I knew I definitely didn't want. Well, I mean, it's not that I didn't want penis. It's just I didn't want to have to deal with penis. Mm -hmm. I just needed to get off. And I could do that by myself. But I'm like, why? Because I enjoy people. And it gave me something to do. And I could work on my new material. It's really hard (laughs) now. It's like. Wait, you were going to work on your new material while I was down there? Was that. Is that what you mean? or (laughs) No, no. Like, I am a professional. I work it in the conversation. You don't work it in while you're doing the work. (laughs) That's not nice, you know. I mean, unless you're doing the ABCs or doing something kind of cool. And, you know, if that's the trick, then that's the trick. I don't think that's a helpful tip. It actually feels like more work to try to trace all those letters than to just do whatever it was I was doing naturally. Yeah, but... Did you ask the person? I mean, did they say that it didn't work or it did work? Like, I personally oh, I don't just know. know. I just know that, like, it's a strain on my tongue to do all those letters. So, like, doing all those movements. That can wear a tongue out. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like I'd rather do the motions within my range. I feel more natural. Like, I don't need to spell out your name on your clit to, like, hit your clit. You know what? See, I, I wish your listeners could see my face right now because I'm it's like mildly disapproving. Oh, it's so <laughs> disapproving because I'm like, there's no you need to make some letters. I want to know if that works. Like, I don't know for a fact if it works, but if it does, I mean, that's that's a trick that, you know, like I've heard about it. That's something you could say. You know what? Have you ever heard about this? Let's try it out. What do you think? You need to give <laughs> options because you never know. That might just change the whole game. Well, you know, one, one that changed my game a little bit was a small tip I got from a, a Miss Nina Hartley. Are you familiar? Yes, I love her. <laughs> you know, now, I wish you all could see her face because her face lit up in the exact opposite from the thing I said. It really did. <laughs> it really did. I'm like, I'm happy. I'm giddy. I'm like, ha, yay. Uh, <laughs> Nina Hartley, two-time guest of the show, made out with me on air. Very the highlight of my life. Uh, no, but so she has the tip where she'll say, like, putting your fingers on either side of the clit mm-hmm. and like almost jerking it off without actually touching it. Because by doing this, you're like moving the hood back and forth over it yeah. without actually touching it. I was like, we got a new move. We have a new trick. See, and you could take that out into the world. And I bet you've taken it out and like people yeah. are like, yes. Yeah. They get excited. Yeah, no, it's a nice thing to change things up. But the, the alphabet just seems like a very elementary way to teach someone how to eat pussy. Elementary it may be, but some people need that. And I'm going to tell you why. Because, like, I've gotten to this point where in my life where I've started to go, like, I've become a cougar, I guess. I don't even know how that happened. Uh, like, dare, I was dare I say my Black Panther? Yes, yes, because <laughs> I'm smooth like that. I like that. What kind of forever? Yes. <laughs> 
And um, there is a definite difference between 21 to 28, which I do not fuck with in general. Mm-hmm. But those are the boys, and I say boys, and I just, you know, please forgive me if, if that falls to be you, but I'm old enough to be your mama. I don't, I don't need that in my life. I mean, some of me, I'm old enough to be your teen mom, but still, I do not need that. And it's just like, and I had a couple of virgins come to me, and I'm like, what am I going to do with you? In response I, to the Reddit ad? Yes. Okay, well. And I'm like this. <laughs> No, you can't even pussy. You can't even pull up the dick. No, no, and no. And it got me upset. It got my pressure up. It got me mad. I was like, I'm not gonna even answer any more damn ass. I'm just pissed off. Oh, it really did. It got me. It got me hot. Poor kid. It, oh my gosh, I was so angry. <laughs> well, it's a good time to say I'm chatting right now with a uh, fellow comedian and, uh, <laughs> and Reddit poster Kit Williams. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> not to be confused with uh, the one vowel away cat. Williams, yeah, Kit Williams. Uh, it, it is a good thing we didn't go through with the me going down. You think because I woke up this morning and like the cold sore is just starting to come in, and I'm like, okay, well, that's putting me out of commission for a couple weeks. My face just dropped again because I swear to God, 45 years old, my doctor was so ecstatic with me last year when I went to get like my yearly, okay. and because I am the only patient he has ever had who's never even had not one STD, one STI. I've not even well, the cold had HPV. Barely, the cold it still counts. An STD. It still Come counts. On. It still counts. When 80 percent of the country's got that's 80 percent. Does it count? Then does it? Yes, is it I'm better than 80 <laughs> percent, and that's. All that matters is me being better. I'm just letting you know. I am like the second coming. You're going to be in the minority on this one. You know what? I'm used to that. So let me, like, that is my cross to bear. Uh Me and Jesus will do that. Well, it looks like. I mean, is that wrong for me to just put Jesus in that? I feel like. You bring Jesus wherever you want. I'm not here to tell you, you know, who to fantasize about or not. Oh, good. Because sometimes I do. I'm not, I'm not playing. (laughs) I'm serious sometimes because it's the hair, I think. Well, now, but like when you Mm -hmm. picture sexy Jesus, is it like typical, like, sexy? Sexy hippie white Jesus, or do you picture a black Jesus? I picture which is the one I imagine was was the real one. I pick a brownish Jesus, not really a black Jesus, but like a Rami Youssef. Yeah, yeah. When you got super hot, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you can get it, Daddy. Yeah, like, and I guess, I guess, I could call Jesus Daddy because he is the Father and the Son. So, oh my gosh, you know what's really funny as I've been thinking about it because, like, right now, God really is just the biggest daddy issue. He really (laughs) is. Daddy issue is God. He is the big daddy of them all. And I was just like, yeah, because, like, I like that. I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm sitting here thinking nasty thoughts about my Lord and Savior. Have mercy. Well, you're definitely not the first and you won't be the last. I know. So I don't feel so bad. And I feel like if they're dirty enough, Jesus would be like, I'm going to let you slide. <laughs> and I'm going straight to heaven. He's going to like this. Oh, yeah, you getting in. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm sure they have parties up there. Well, we connected because I, uh, you know, I, I respond to a Reddit ad you had that like definitely stood out to me. Uh, and then, you know, we talked on the phone and then uh, you had had a change of heart about your original post. Do you want to share people like what the post you made was? And then we could talk a bit about like why you changed your mind. Because I think I answered your ad like maybe four or five days after you posted it. So there was some time for you to, I guess, think on it. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't want to share with y'all, but since he brought it up, I'm not going to like run from it. Um, I was feeling, you know what, this COVID thing kind of just put me in a situation where like I was in my house since March 15th 
And as the time had gone on, like, you know, I, I'd went out and I bought all the things and all the vibes and... All the toys? All the toys, any, all the toys. Any particular faves? Oh, my gosh. I got one called the Womanizer. Oh, yes. Welcome that, to that club. Oh, my gosh. Let, well, first of all, we had a little bit of a situation. Um, the womanizers, they, they dropped it off downstairs, it came in at 10.55, I was in the bathroom, I went downstairs at 11.07, it was gone. Someone stole your sex Let me story. tell you something, I damn near set this fucking place on fire. <laughs> like, literally, I would wait, I waited up for two nights in a row, then I went downstairs, they used to keep all the, um, the, um, what are those things called? Strollers. Okay. Downstairs. I would take the strollers in the middle of the night and take them and stick them on top of the roof. Now I'm talking about it. I don't care. I don't care. Wait, why would you do that? (laughs) Because somebody in this building did it. Okay. And they had been taking packages. And then once my vibrator was gone, I lost my mind. Yeah. And so, yeah, I did that. And um, the super forgot them the next day and Mm -hmm. brought them back down. But because, you know. (laughs) Yeah, New Yorker, uh, for, for those who don't live out here, like gang packages stolen from your building is just like a notorious New York thing, which seems like way more tragic because they think they're stealing like a camera, a phone. They think they're stealing something of importance. It and was then, important. Well, yeah, it's it's important, important to me. Yeah, but you know, I don't know that that's like the type of importance they were looking for. Well, I doubt it, but you know what? I bet you they enjoyed this shit. <laughs> uh, any duds? Um. Yeah, there was like this little, but you know what? It came with, because they sent me another womanizer, and then they sent me the dud with it. It was just like one of those little pocket rocket things. Mm. Those are such a waste of time, because I don't even know a pocket where that feels good. Because it's just like, I don't, it's not even a vibration as more as it's just like some sort of right on, I'm just like, come on, I need you to do better. Mm. Or as Milani says, I need you to be best. (laughs) I mean, I, I need this, and I needed it. Yeah. And so, you, so you got a bunch of toys came in to, to help you handle yourself for COVID. I tried. I really tried. And I found that the best thing for me to do at that point was um, forget about masturbation and start writing. So I just wrote and filmed stuff and just did that. And that was fine for about a month or two. And then I got extremely horny because it's like, you know, my pussy was sad. It was lonely. It was just like, what are we going to do? I'm like, I don't know. And I would start crying and it would start crying and we would just cry together. And, um, <laughs> you know, and I got tired. I'm not, I'm not a big app person. And I'm also not really looking. Well, at the time, I definitely wasn't looking to date. And I w- definitely wasn't looking to COVID date. I really wish I would have COVID bait up. That's the one thing. Like during, before? Before, like, like if I would have just had somebody in like in the pocket. Because I knew, I've heard about mm-hmm. COVID. Like when I started hearing about it back in December, I yeah. should have started being prepared. You all should have. That's like a, I was just not the fucking squirrel. I was not trying to get my nut, if you think about it. Because mm-hmm. when I heard about it, I should have been like this. You know what? I should start saving up dick. But the problem <laughs> was... I was fucking this guy. There's a separate savings account for the dick. There is. But I, now I know what the issue, what happened with that is that I was screwing around the street down the corner. And that's what I call him because I, I don't want to even, I refuse to use his name now. So, and that's where he was. He lived down the street around the corner. Okay. And um, so we had been doing that from pretty much november to march when he left hmm. then we got into a little bit of a situation because like i'm like on a gazillion sketch teams and i'm also like have a trillion different jobs i'm a freelancer and i was going from place to place and on the 15th was a sunday 
I wasn't feeling well. I left work. The 16th, I get a phone call. Um, one of the people in one of my sketches who he played my dog. And when I say he was my dog, I loved my dog. So I would let my dog lick my face and I would lick his face and I'd you lick his tongue. You had a lot tongue. of contact. Oh my God, way too say. much contact. <laughs> and he came down with COVID. And then two of my coworkers, one that I actually sat next to forever, um, both got COVID. He actually died. Wait, what? Yeah. So he died. Like, I find this out on my I hope my, this wasn't your work flirt. That would. Huh? I hope this wasn't oh, your no, work no, flirt. Oh, no, 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 no. He was old enough to be my daddy's daddy. Like, hey, you know, I'm not here to judge or like what ages you're into. No, 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 no. Because I don't. I mean, you know, I, I, I agree with everything. I'll try anything once pretty much. So, you know, but no, but nothing way, way young and nothing way, way old. Mm-hmm. But, um. So everybody getting sick. So I was very fortunate in a way because like that was on the 16th down the street around the corner was planning on to go home and his issue that he was going to go home and see his family. Da, 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 da. So he was pissed off at me because he's like this. I've been social distancing and now I've gotten sick or you, you could be sick. And I'm like this. First of all, I don't run around just like this. Oh, do you got some COVID? Can I get some of that? No, no. And I definitely didn't go around. Hey, can I get some of that COVID? And hey, by the way, let me pick up that COVID. Hey, I know you're going to go see your old ass mama who lives in Florida in COVID capital. FYI. But here, let me give you some pussy before you go. No, that's not who I am. So anyway, so I'm dealing with that, dealing with the state of New York, trying to get a test. Finally, um, I just messaged my doctor on my chart, said, hey, this is what's going on. My doctor was like this. Oh, no, sis, we are not having that. We are getting you in for a test. And I was like, like, it was I was very fortunate because it was so hard to get tests like the very next week. But that week they had so many that they were giving the hospitals as well. So he had like, you know, he had like the um, approval. So that was on a Monday afternoon. I had my test Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock and they called me by 10 p.m. that night. And I was did not have COVID. So, like, I was so lucky. So then I let the, um, down the street around the corner know. He was like, great. I was like, great. Fuck that, you. That feels like a really long name to have him in on your phone. Down the street around the corner. <laughs> no, I just put AMS. <laughs> like, that way I knew he lives on Amsterdam. <laughs> like, but, you know, I mean, I have to keep it all in my mind where it works out. And saying down the street around the corner is such, like, it just rolls off the tongue now. It's just, like, one name. I mean, it sounds smooth. It sounds like a very cool way to call, like, a fuck buddy. But also, I'm like, man, there's a lot of characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to put that many shits in my phone. Because, like, okay. hey, I can get carpal tunnel. My hand starts to hurt. You know, I get cramps. And it's not worth all that. I mean, it was good dick, but it wasn't worth all that. <laughs> like, there's very seldom I've and seen. And you didn't have anybody else, like, on the roster no! at the time? No! That's the thing. So, and this is my thing. And this is where I keep fucking up. I, because I'm from Oklahoma, and I'm very, very, like, I'm very sex positive. I'm very sexual. But I'm also very conservative in my sex. Like, mm. if I'm fucking one person, even if it's just a fuck buddy. Mm. Nine chances out no. Always, I'm usually just fucking that fuck buddy. If I, I only say usually just because if I'm not or if I'm fucking somebody else is because I'm getting ready to get rid of that fuck buddy and the new person is going into. You're preferably a one person at a time. Exactly. Yeah. So I just wasn't prepared. And then, you know, and at the time he was only going to go to Florida for a couple of weeks, mm. which I'm not even sure if he's dead or alive now. Like I've sent a couple of texts. He hasn't returned him. So I'm like, that's oh, and he's in Florida. So I'm like, oh, in these days, you don't know. Is exactly. It, is he ghosting or did he die of COVID? And not to be funny, but I mean, that really could have happened. Really could have happened. And like potentially still kind of funny. 
I know, right? Because I'm okay. With, I mean, yeah, I am okay with it. I can't even say it I'm not. I mean, because it's not my fault if he is or it isn't because I didn't give it to him. Oh, uh, he probably got it from his mama. <laughs> so, so down the street, around the corner, like was the guy, but then you were ditching this guy and had no backup or replacement. No, I wasn't ditching him. He ditched me. Oh, sorry. Yeah, because like you know, he got upset about the whole COVID thing, and then he went to go visit his mom, and then he's never came back. So, and then that was like March. By the next, by then, COVID hit. COVID scary than AIDS. Nobody's fucking with COVID. <laughs> like in March and April. Mm-mm, I couldn't. What? I couldn't even go outside. You know what's crazy to me is like I had a dude who's like, and who uh, listener of the show. He texted me that like he might do some swinger parties in his region of the country. I was like, uh, like you know, please don't. And he was like, no, nah, man. Like we, go, and he's older, so he's like, no, nah, we go hard. This is like nothing compared to AIDS. Hey, we survived AIDS crisis. I was like, one, you're like a heterosexual man. Like it's very likely you've survived AIDS crisis. And then also like, dude, what the fuck? Like, please don't yeah, be don't do doing don't all do of that. Um, there are people who like legit think that this isn't that big of a deal still. And I'm like, it's killing mm-mm, me. Mm-mm, um, mm-mm. While at the same time, like where we are, I do think we can reasonably slowly reopen our, our legs person by person, case by case. Exactly. But it's know? very, very, you know, person by person, case by yeah. case. You got to like, hey, who you know, what you've been doing. And, you know, like especially with me, like in the younger guys, like like another one up the street, down up there. Up, up the street, down up there. That's that one's name. Yeah, because he's up. <laughs> yeah, he, he really he's down the street, up. around the corner. Is up the street, down around there. <laughs> like everybody got a name. And actually, like his real name is Twenty Eight. Because <laughs> I have a friend Anna who also like nicknamed everyone. I didn't have a nickname, which I'm hurt by. Yeah, you did. Like, she, she just didn't tell you. Yes, you did. Okay, Anna, when you hear this, uh, can you let me know what my nickname was? She she had all these different ones. Like she had the twins. She had Baby Jew. She had all. Oh yeah, you was, definitely had a name. <laughs> I guarantee you did. Unfortunately, my name was probably like Podcast Guy, which is sad. That's a sad fuck name. It is, but you know what, Anna? If you don't even want to tell him the truth, you can send me a message. I am Kit Williams at Gmail dot com. Just email me that girl, because I already know you got a name. I know you do. I know this. So down the street around the corner he was the last sex you had yes and that was like when march March. The, i can give you the exact date it isn't was, that crazy we can all go find the exact because i know the exact date i know it was march 14th in grand rapids michigan because yeah. i was at the the laugh fest festival and now you hook up with a local from there but then i'm like that's the day the day i left was the last day i had sex was the day i left to start quarantining see that just ugh. it was march 16th it's a lovely, lovely Monday morning. <laughs> Cue the string score behind as you describe. Ah, yes, because he called about 7 a.m. And he said, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm waiting for you. Mm. Came over, smoked a bowl, ate the puss, sucked the dick, fucked like bunnies. It was a good day. It's a good day. It was, it was, it was. I was so, I was, I was full of joy. And he left at 1148. I'll never forget it. <laughs> The reason I know it was 11.48 because I got the email from my first um, sketch partner at 12.13. And from 12.13 to <laughs> 1 o'clock, I spent all that time. I called in the state of New York, finding out about the other guy because like that, like my job called at mm-hmm. that point. Found out about him and trying to make an appointment. So by 1 o'clock, I knew everything that I needed to know. So I call him up and I'm like, um, hey. And, like, and I, we didn't talk on the phone. Like we would text. We would fuck. But we didn't ever pick up a phone and we're, say, hey, how you doing? We're not having a, a yeah. chat. So 
So when I called, I didn't even know if he's gonna pick up the phone because you know when I'm, when you're like this, oh, you don't call, we don't call, we yeah. don't do that. It's like it's only bad news when you call. <laughs> exactly, and you know, but he actually poor bless his little heart. He answered the phone so hopeful, uh-huh. like he thought it was gonna be good news. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You should have known that. He thought you were gonna be like, I'm outside, take your dick out. <laughs> exactly, and I was like, this. Well, um, you know, he's like, well, how long have you known? When did you know? And I'm just, I literally just found out. Know. Like you left at 11:48. I got. I, got mm. I, I sent him a copy of the email i mean it was just like some bullshit so what finally brought you to reddit have you hooked up with people on reddit before no um actually i joined reddit and this is why even all my shit is correct on there because like you know i'll lie about my age in a heartbeat i'm an actor i don't give a fuck um but i joined it for the um keto and the fasting i saw that I noticed. Yeah. So, like, what the hell, Jess? Oh, when I was responding to your ad, like, at the very beginning of it, like, the first thing is like a comment on our keto. And I was like, oh, like, I've done that too. Like, I know the pain. I got you. <laughs> See? So, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, after that, it's like, who wants to eat my pussy? <laughs> well, you know, because, like, I was a lurker for there because I've been on, like, Reddit for over a year. Mm-hmm. And so, like, and I was just a lurker and I'd go find out some stuff. And I'm actually, it's kind of funny. I started doing keto about. Almost two years ago, and I say almost two years because, like, COVID kind of messed up my brain where I don't know when time ends and begins anymore. And um, I went to Thailand, and I stayed at a um, – actually, I've been going since 2016 to um, Lamai Mui Thai. It's a um, Muay Thai camp, and I stay on the boxer's camp, and I stay, like – in like a little bitty old crappy room with like hard ass bed. I get up like box twice a day and run with the fighters and everything like that. So I say all that to say, you know what? First of all, I forgot where I was going with that. This is what we were finding out. Like how'd you end up? You you, you were starred for, you were starred for sex down the street around the corner is gone. There's been no sex then. The toys only go so far. So you end up on random acts of muff dive. Oh, yeah. So, oh, but how I got there was yeah. because of the keto. And the keto, I. Well, everyone I needed... who's on our keto obviously also posts on random acts of muff dive. Well, I thought so. I mean, I noticed a lot of those people like Keto Betty right there saying, eat my muff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> keto Every... Betty. Keto Betty. I couldn't believe I it. I hope that's a real user. <laughs> oh, my God. I was so proud of her. She's lost 172 pounds. <laughs> Bless her heart. What better way? to celebrate <laughs> exactly i thought so too i mean you know she's a big bitch though get them calories yeah. she's like this eat it all like, yeah that's a lot of cheesecake down there betty oh, go i know like if you're gonna go there i'm gonna go like ah, right well like oh here i go here we go well why don't you tell us a bit about like the the particular post you make because you didn't just oh. simply say hey come people someone come eat my box like, actually you- i did the first okay. one did that was because the one that you're talking about um, cause like the first one, I, you know, when you go out and you go fishing, you're like, this, I'm just going to take my little bitty rod and hook it. If you don't have never been fishing and you, you'll never understand it. I'm from Oklahoma. It's what we do sometimes. At least that's what my aunt May made me do. And, um, and you go fishing, you take your little rod out and you just get a little worm. You just have to hope for the best. And then you get a bite. You're like, Hmm, that was delicious. All right. Let me go get me a big ass fish. And then you're like this, well, I'm going to get the biggest fish. Out, and then I want to get the fish that I want. So it's kind of like you start to manifest a fish. And instead of just going like, it's like going to McDonald's and getting that crappy ass fish sandwich. You're like, no, fuck it. I'm going straight to like, I don't know, Ocean's Eleven and just getting all the, like the, the crunchy, this chocolatey, just, just yummiest shit you can find. And you just like this. Okay. So 
now I'm just a black fish living in my black fish world and I want me a white fish. And so, but I want this white fish to kind of, you know, talk dirty to me. Come like, you dirty, nasty, fishy bitch. You know, I just wanted to say the nastiest things that actually, and a couple of really, really vile, vile things. And for me, people started asking me about um, CNC. And I was like, well, what the hell is that? I was like, CNC Music Factory? Because, <laughs> hey, I'm old. And this is Reddit. And the kids, they'll be talking <laughs> languages I don't understand. I mean, I finally got YOLO, and now I'm just like this, fuck it. 2020 to me is YOLO, because I mean, fuck you, like, you only live once, like, 2020 is the ultimate YOLO. And so I was like, fuck it, 2020, I'm going to try this CNC shit, which is consent, non-consent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a lesson that we learned that day. <laughs> but it was a good conversation that was had, because when I originally placed the, the ad, I was looking for a female. Mm-hmm. Um, and from going from a female... I went back to men because honestly, bitches be tripping. What? Wait, uh, on Reddit? Yeah, yeah. You do tell. Yeah, like it's just bullshit. Like I'm just like, man, yeah, women be on some real bullshit. And I'm just like, I can go get a guy any damn day of the week and a good looking motherfucker. I don't need this mm-hmm. kind of pressure from your mediocre ass. And I'm just like, you know what, Karen? I ain't got time for this shit. And I say Karen because you know what? Sometimes I go for like if I'm looking for a girl, I get that white pussy. I just like it. I just do. I can't help it. I mean, look, it's a, it's a tough time to be named Karen these days. You know what though? <laughs> yes, it is. But but so what kind? But what's like the inner? Like what does that look like? Like you're saying you're having more difficulty like finding women on Reddit. So like when you say like it's a hassle, but what does that like look like? Oh, a hassle is like a to get anybody to respond. And to keep a conversation going mm-hmm. or be they're really young. And I, don't, I have a thing like this. If you're going to come to me and tell me you're 21 or 22 or 23, either you're going to be four or five years older, which I'm like, OK, at least I can handle that. Or you're going to be younger. And I got one time to have somebody's pussy in my mouth or vice versa. And then next thing you know, it's the cops. Excuse me. You know she's 17. I'm like, oh, Lord Jesus, I didn't know. Because kids today, you can't tell. Just to let you know, the age of consent in the state of New York is 16. So you are you're in the clear. Yeah, but you know what? I may be in the clear in the eyes of the law, but in the eyes of the kit. I mean, in the eyes of myself, look, I'm not into, uh, you know, the teeny bopper thing either. I just want to assuage your fears and concerns. Although I do think it is concerning when, like, a guy knows, like, the age of consent laws in a bunch of states. Like, I think you're allowed to know, like, your state you're in. Yeah. And, like, one other. And if you know more than that, there's a problem. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to have to go yes. I'm definitely going to have to go yes. And, like, for the fact that you could even acknowledge that and Mm. bring that up, I'm not going to worry about you. Oh, gosh. Bless your heart. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. So so you're saying like it's just a bit of a hassle trying to pick no, up women on the No, it's not a bit of a hassle. It's a yeah. fucking okay. nightmare. It's a fucking goddamn mm. nightmare because like, A. So young ones, are they like unsure about even meeting up? And No, they're just trying to like either A, they're full of bullshit or they're playing games or they're boys and the, or yeah. boys or men, whatever. And then like there was this one chick who I did meet and she was like really cool. She was like, we were close in age. Everything's great. 
But, you know, in like our first conversation and we like did a whole FaceTime thing because that's the first thing. I'm like, nah, bitch, we mm. got to FaceTime because there is no like talk, 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 chat, 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 chat. And then next thing you know, it's like somebody's husband going like this. Well, I was really looking for a threesome for me and my wife. She's totally on board. Da, da, da. Mm. I, I swear. Exactly. I'm like, this. you ain't got a damn line. Yeah. So we did um, chat and everything was great. And now looking back, because then the next time I was talking to her and it was a random phone call, like we hadn't planned on it, but it just worked out that way. She was giggling a lot. And it was this annoying, annoying ass giggle. I'm like this. Was that bitch on medication before? Is she on medication now? It's like, Is what did crazy? I say that was so funny? Like, <laughs> But it, it wasn't even that. It was just like, she's like, <laughs> phone, phone. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's like, as in, like, I didn't say anything funny. You shouldn't be laughing so hard right now. Like, talk yeah, to me like was, an adult. <laughs> like, I don't, like, I just... I'll never, ever understand it. I just knew. I was like this. Oh, dodge that bullet. Yeah. And so, and then after that, it's just like, and then some of the other women, they were just like, how do I say this? Beneath me. <laughs> I'm I'm just sorry. I'm just, I'm not meaning to be mean, but I'm like, no, 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 bitch. No, we don't do that. All right. I'm better than that. So, so you get tired mm-hmm. of trying to get the women on the on the Reddit post, and then you end up with this random Maximum of dive post. And get men. That, like, I responded to. Which was for um, race play. Yeah. So I've never done. Well, neither had I. Neither have I, actually. Mm. I'm like, had I? Like, and it, like I said, it was such a, it was a big major turn on for me. And I think, you know, I'm going to blame Broadway because mm. I went before, before this whole like COVID and everything went down. Oh, I've seen a. I saw Slave Play. Slave yes. Play, yes. yes. Oh, my God, how good. And that's why I'm telling you. That's why I started thinking about it. And I was like, oh, okay. And then it's just something about, like, looking at, a, like, the skin, like, um, con- like con- not contradictions, but the contrast of the skin. Mm-hmm. And just something about, like, oh, yeah, fuck me, daddy. This, this, this milky goodness. Yeah. <laughs> against my caramel shit. That shit looked delicious. Mm-hmm. It looked like a like a swirly swirly cup of something from starbucks mm-hmm. and caramel and latte is delicious i love caramel i love latte i love yeah. it all shit so i was just like and then i started thinking about like how hot would it be to have fucked my master and i'm like oh god i said it i said it i did it i thought it but oddly enough um this kind of thought these thoughts are not unrealistic and are not, um, they're not strange or weird. They're not and, uncommon. Thank you. That was what yeah. I was looking for. And I also feel like that maybe a lot of this thoughts came up for me with, and I, shit, this is how fucked up it is. It's like even the stuff with George Floyd and all of the the change, it's just like, if I could at least play that sex game, that's a way for me to take back my power mm-hmm. in a way. And so like, I feel like on that level, if I can play the game and I know it's a game, it's a, it's a way for me to um, get over it. Mm. And once I really started thinking about it and I went to my shrink about it, my shrink is just this lovely, like 50 year old Jewish white chick. And, um, we just, and then we talk about everything. I've had her for like seven years. I think everybody needs a good therapist. Mm-hmm. And I started with her when my father passed. And I've always kept her alone because um, she's the one who actually gets me. And we were talking about it. And I was thinking that was the reason I needed that. It was a power thing. 
And um, and I have a lot of power issues and I have a lot of power sex games I want to play. Now I finally decided that it's probably going to be easier and better for me to get a single partner mm-hmm. and just like, okay, here's our list. This is what we're doing. If we can make it through this list and I still want to fuck with you afterwards, we can think about having a relationship. But mm-hmm. we got to get through this list first. So you would be down to do race play potentially in the future with like a more consistent, steady partner. Yeah. Who's like worked and y'all have worked your way up to that. Exactly. And not necessarily a stranger from Reddit on your first time. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Cause I, on the, I on the phone, you like clearly had like gone through a change of heart where like when you said i don't know about that anymore my instant thought was fuck how bad were the responses you got to your ad and you said it wasn't even about that it wasn't like you you said you didn't get a bunch of shitty messages in reply no no it wasn't about that at all like i said for me it was a realization of why i wanted to do it Mm -hmm. and i figure for that level to do that with a stranger as well um it wouldn't have been a comfort thing, like, or it would have had to be like, it had to happen and you need to get out. Like, right. right. Like there that, is no, that person needs to be dehumanized as much and obje- almost objectified just so that like the object can be controlled. Just like you can turn on and off that vibrator. You can kick him out as soon as he's done his job. Exactly. Yeah. But then that really doesn't address the issue that just perpetu- or perpetuates the actual problem. Mm-hmm. And that was what we started, what was started. Like, um, to actually address the issue, there would have to be like aftercare and there yeah. would have to be. And so to have that again with a stranger is just not. Yeah. I mean, I think it's possible to cool. like get that, but it's, it's just more difficult to find the quality of it. Exactly. Like I know that like if I'm going to do something like that, like I know unless they tell me I want you to fuck out afterwards, like I know we're going to be taken care of afterwards. I know we're going to remind both them and myself that, like, I'm not a racist. Yeah. Because, uh, hey, like, you know, having to come down from, like, being the top is also totally, you know, dom space is a thing. And you have to, you know, after you beat the shit out of someone, like, even if it's not your partner, you need to be kind of comforted by somebody to remind you that you're not this horrible, abusive person. Yes. You are in a scene. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, but finding that level of comfort, and especially on if Reddit. You, I don't know those people. Yeah. You know? Reddit's not particularly known for being, like, great and anti-racist and whatnot. (laughs) It's not, like, the reputation of the website. (laughs) Yeah. Reddit and TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, yeah. I mean, what, I guess, I mean, what kind of replies did you get? You know, obviously, besides my stellar one that earned me a phone call during therapy yeah because <laughs> yeah. it was actually it was, Which it was impressive you, i had to i had to i was i was in group therapy over zoom and uh, i get the call and i just ignore it because it's an unknown number uh and then i see that the thing pop up the message on my screen from reddit be like okay so much for spontaneity <laughs> and i was like oh i'm so sorry i'm in therapy right now <laughs> like but thank and you i was like go i mean i was like and i hey i appreciated the honesty and i was like hey my therapy's tomorrow hey if Bye. i wasn't being honest you would have thought i was full of shit and then written me off and we wouldn't have gotten to have the phone call and then i probably wouldn't be here today no uh, i i know i just also because flakes are so common on reddit you want to like i'm just a believer of be transparent be as be honest because there's so much bullshit people's radars are on so much blast mm-hmm. that if you can just be sincere like it will make you smooth sailing through the process in my in my experience at least of, of muff diving on reddit no and that's true like like a lot of the responses were very very kind and like a lot of them just want to try right like you know but 
I think that's what mine was too. It was like, hey, I've I've done a lot of things, haven't done this one, willing to try, lead the way a little bit. Yeah, and that was just, you know, and it was it was one of those things that I was like, okay. And the one that actually was a real response where like the person seemed to have a little bit um a little bit too much knowledge. <laughs> Made me a little uncomfortable. You know a few too many slurs for this role play. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like you you actually created the words. I'm sorry, <laughs> sir. Um, but um, he was. I was very specific in the age range. I think I was like 27 to 33 or something mm-hmm. like that. And this fucker was like 54, and I'm like, well, I definitely know you know white man, middle aged <laughs> white man. He definitely knows how to use those slurs. But I'm like, this. Why would you even respond to my ad? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just like, and that was annoying to me because like. The reason I chose that age as well is it's a stamina thing. It's a um, comfortability thing for me. And it was just like, I also feel like there's still a little bit of a disconnect Mm -hmm. of that era. So they don't really get it. It is more of a game with them. Mm versus a 54-year-old man. I'm like this. You're old enough to have been playing this game long enough. You know the difference. You're old and enough. You were saying this stuff not in a role-play scene a few decades ago. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, It's going to be a little too real from you. Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah. But then I just got to a point to where from dealing with the kids, dealing with people like this, oh, but it drove me insane. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I did learn, and I think it was you who... um taught me this what was the other little kid and um no it wasn't you i'm sorry i was about to warn you about giving me too much of a compliment because no. it will go straight to the heads and a and it wasn't anybody on reddit it was my um friend he came over for dinner the other day my little gay friend jason and um the advice he gave me though i never understood and now i can ask you if it's true because i that, this just now came to me is that um up street around the corner up there <laughs> I was showing him his you picture. Gotta, sorry, but you got to write like a who's on first sketch one day <laughs> that just but does that, please. <laughs> Fuck, that sounds so fun. Please continue. So um, we were talking about him and his penis is the most beautiful motherfucking penis I have ever seen. Now, the first pretty penis I've ever seen. She has not belonged, seen my penis yet. You know what? <laughs> That's true. That is true. But I'm going to tell you the truth. Swear to God. First penis I ever saw was in high school. Well, it wasn't the first one I ever saw, but the one that it was the prettiest penis up until then. So Mm. from Tulsa Hale, 1994, this penis had held on to that memory. Of being the prettiest penis Hell I ever saw. Held on to top spot, long time. Yeah, uh, yeah, since 1994. That was your sophomores, right? Sophomores or maybe freshmen? No, sophomore, junior year. Like a Chicago Bulls length dynasty. Oh my God, it was beautiful. <laughs> and it belonged to Stephen. I'm not going to say his last name, but Lord Jesus. Stephen's pretty penis. Oh my God, it was beautiful. <laughs> and it was the first white boy penis I ever saw, too. Oh. <laughs> And it was so funny because my best friend, Gina, oh, God damn, we still talked every day or every Sunday. And we're going to probably talk about this this week, as a matter of fact, because like she was like, oh, my gosh, kid, you ought to see this. And I'll never forget it. And I was like, what? And she's like, come back here. And we were in the band room. 
I go in the back room. Take it out. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Show her. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly how it happened. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and it was, I mean, I, and I mean, and over the years that we were in high school, I would ask to see it every so often. Cause it really was, it was just beautiful. And like, and I never even touched it or sucked it. I just looked at it cause it was just so pretty. And, um, yeah. So anyway, I, I like that. He, that was like the gold standard sure. of all dicks. And, um, until up street, up to our corner. And, oh my God. Now, what this makes fucker, a penis pretty to you? you what know, elements are involved? I, you know what? You just know. <laughs> you just feel it. Yeah. And I just felt it. Like, I, I hadn't felt this way about a penis since the 90s. I mean, I've seen a, nice, a lot of nice looking penises, some sturdy penises. Long penises, short penises, stocky penises, but not a a pretty beautiful penis. You know, like it's just something to make you want to go like, mm, that's beautiful. And it's just like artwork. It's it's like like David and shit. It's just weird. It's just a weird word choice for to, for the compliment because like my penis, my penis is not anything spectacular, but my penis has been called pretty. On multiple occasions by different people over the last decade, and it's an uncomfortable. It just feels like this, almost like a masculine word. Oh no! For my cock, like, no, because women see that's the difference. You think it's a masculine because you're a man, but as a woman, like pretty, sometimes is better than beautiful. I mean, I lean into pretty now because, like, now, like, I just, I don't, I'm not trying to be handsome. I want to feel pretty. Like that's that's my vibe you. these days. You. But I remember the first time someone called my penis pretty. I was like. Does that mean are you trying no, to call that, it cute? Are you trying to call it small? Are you trying to call it what are you trying to call it here? What are you, what are you trying to say? You say pretty to another to bitch. A bitch is like this. Oh, he got a pretty penis. Let me see that shit. Because <laughs> you know, like I hate dick pics. I truly hate dick pics. Now, you do you hate dick pics or do you hate how men most men take most dick pics? Because like like is it like do you hate do you not like dick pics or do you just not like the way people are taking them? You know what? I think it must be the way because do you need better artistry? Because twenty eight. Up the street, around the corner. Yo, he did some shit. Cause like I responded to his ad on Reddit, and he had seen mine. But he's one of those types. Cause we talked about. It. He's like, yeah, I didn't want to um, respond to you. So I always feel like I don't want to put myself out there. But if like somebody really wants me, they'll you know come through. And so like I went to his ad. And I was like, oh yeah, I like this. I like this. I can hear this. And it said I had pictures in there. So I'm like, let me see these pictures. This motherfucker did a strip tease. I mean, like 56 pictures. I'm like, God damn. And then he got one with some whiskey. I'm like, oh, shit, Ginger. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And when you make me call Jesus and then cuss him out at the same time and not give a fuck that I just cussed out the Lord. You got a pretty ass motherfucking penis. <laughs> and I was, I don't mind. I'll suck it all damn day. I love a good looking penis. No, I don't need no hair. I don't need no hair getting in my teeth. I need all that. I just need something like I need to like I need to see that girth. I need to see that width. I need to see balls dropping. <laughs> and he brought that to the table. So what am I supposed to do? Turn that down? No. <laughs> I I don't you dare. I will not. <laughs> So like the this when you were making the post like what sort of scene like you're thinking okay this would be hot this would be a way to reclaim control and all that do you did you have like a like a like a reel in your head of like what that was gonna look like or 
Like, was you know it slave play or was it something else? Like, what? You know, I did. I'm a fucking I, I artist. Know. I'm a fucking interviewer. Like, I'm asking, I'm setting right. you up so you can slam dunk it. Oh, yeah. Cause you know, I got this. Cause, yeah. like, like, this, I had a whole, I had, I had a fucking mini series in my mind. I had a BBC special. I had it going like, you know, like a Sex and the City HBO type thing and then becoming a movie type shit. I had different scenarios. My, I had my old timey scenario, which is our basic, you know, Mazza, oh, please don't beat me type shit. Yeah. But then I had my newfangled version, which I was the, um, cause you know, yeah, like tell I said, me what I'm missing out on. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm telling, <laughs> I'm making a story. I'm building. <laughs> Oh my gosh, thank you all for keeping up with me because he's being extra. Um, so needy. So no, so my whole idea was I have been the house your housekeeper since you were like, you know, a little boy, like five. And I've taken care of your family and I've oh. taken care of you and you just, you know, you've always loved old good old Serafina. You know you did. Did you used to make me Eggo oh. waffles with peanut butter and syrup every morning? Oh, my God. Whatever you wanted. But they would not oh. be Eggo. They would be from scratch because we did not fuck around. Okay. Yes, because my baby needed to have good <laughs> meals. Yes, she did. Mm. And so the thing is, is that your parents have now gone out of town. Now, you're now 26. You don't even live in the house. But you know, mom and dad are out of town, and you know Serafina's over there, and you also know that she's by herself, but she cleans up on a Sunday, on a Saturday is actually the day that I had planned, and on Saturday, and she knows nobody's going to be there, she's going to be wearing those skimpy-ass shorts, and I got some skimpy-ass shorts in these little hot, um, high-knee, hot pink socks, and I was going to be in the kitchen on my hands and knees, scrubbing, like, with my ass out to the back. You come in, you watch that ass moving for a little bit, and then all of a sudden you come up to me like this, and you like touch me under this. No, you're like a son to me. We can't do this. And you're like, I don't care, Serafina. I want you. I've always wanted you. No, it's not right. No, I'm like, I love everything about you, and I just need that. Oh, I just need that fucking black nigger pussy. And I'm like this. <gasps> and I was like, I said that, and I want that. I'm uncomfortable that I have a half chub from that. See? <laughs> but then, hello, nobody wanted to either go there or they could do it. or. So I think I'd be down to go there. I just wanted to, like, really make sure we laid out, like, we would have laid out guidelines. Oh, you have to. What, right. Like, yeah. But, like, not just, like, I want you to, like, throw some slurs out. Like, I'd be like, I kind of want to know, like, which, which ones. ones. Yeah. Right. Because there's, like, tiers of slurs, you know, and, like, there's, like, the big one, and then there's, like, really fucking bad ones, and there's pretty bad ones. Then there are ones that we don't even know were slurs. You ever see Clerks 2? No, but oh. I just moved to New York from Oklahoma, and I learned so much stuff when I got here. Like, I never knew that. I won't even tell you the slurs that I learned so, when I moved here, because I was just like. I didn't even know what that meant. And I heard it at work. Right. That's what killed me. No, you know, I'm going to talk about it because I actually worked for a real fucking grown ass company. And this was the sales team guys. And they were getting ready to go to lunch. And um, I'll never forget it. One guy goes over to the grubs guy. says, hey, you want to go gook out? And I'm like, what? He's like, you know, chink out. I'm like. Which are separate things. Why do races like, at least to keep you know those okay, are so separate countries? Well, are they are? I didn't even know. See, I didn't the, even know that. Jink well, is for 
Chinese, Chinese for Chinese, people. but gook is in it. Vietnamese? I, I, I think it's either, yeah, it's Vietnamese. Vietnamese. I mean, that's yeah. that that came out of, you know, Vietnam He was War. using it as, 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 as Chinese, though. Right, he was but that, about Chinese like food. the ignorance on top of ignorance. I'm like, if you're going to do it, like, do it right. Like, what are you, come on. Well, like, <laughs> they were, like, I worked in Jersey, okay? It's like, I lived in Manhattan, but I had to, like, commute to Park Ridge. Mm-hmm. So, let's, let's, right. you know, it is what it is. But, um, yeah. Like, what, what sort of, like, I guess... If that scene were to have been pursued and you hadn't pulled on it, um, what like what sort of things were you prepared to I guess talk about beforehand? Like what I don't know. Like I don't. I hadn't even like, thought it through. Especially like, in this time, like I feel like whatever boy, like young man's gonna in New York City of all places is gonna respond and go through with that. It's like you know we're just trying not to, at minimum. Some people are trying to do the right thing, and some people are at least just trying not to do the wrong thing. Yeah, you know. So there's just a little bit of that. Um, and like I said, it was like a thing I had done, but thing I'd be like, I'd be like, I'll try it for your enjoyment, because um, I just like doing interesting scenes and doing different things. So it's not that like I secretly wanted to try to do race play. It's not like I w- I'm into CNC. It's just more like I'll just do. Yeah, I'll try that. Um, yeah, slave play was fucking intense. Yeah, Folks, it was so intense, and it was so funny though. Like- Folks, sla- just just to let them know, slave play w- did a limited run here on Broadway brilliant show uh if it ever comes to your neck of the woods gotta go see it but it was this limited run show that was just all about like race and sexuality and power and also like you don't necessarily know what the plot is going in like i had no idea what the what we were about to see i just knew what the themes were yeah and it was like also i saw my mom uh wow mid 50 well okay so I wanted to go see the show anyway because my roommate Matt was like, yeah, I think he saw him previews and he was like, yeah, I know it's really good. It was like brilliant, blah, blah, blah. This guy, he's like 21 who wrote it. And I was like, so I knew I wanted to see it. And then for Christmas, I told my mom, like, I will buy two tickets to any Broadway show you want to take you to besides Hamilton or To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm Because my girlfriend bought me tickets to that one. I'm sorry, taking me. Uh, So Barbara Presida, 50-something-year-old white lady (laughs) from North Jersey – I say, what do you want to see? And she says, uh, uh, the, the, uh, I think there's a show out called Slave. I would like to see that one. <laughs> oh, shish kebab. She said, okay. No okay. idea what it's about. She doesn't know the plot either. I think she knows the themes involved. She didn't even realize it was called Slave Play and not just like, slave. it's a play called Slave. <laughs> oh, that's some white people shit it's, right It's there. not Quest Tribe. It is uh, Tribe. <laughs> <laughs> So she's like, okay, we'll go see it. And we sat there and like, you know, just we'll just say it like the opening of the show is an incredibly sexual opening. And I'm just sitting there next to Bobby being like, we're going on a journey. <laughs> Can't wait for the car ride after this one. How was that? I got to know. I mean, it was it was great. My mom is like a trying to be progressive. white. Like she's she's good. I got her onto sex work decrim. Like she's on oh, board. Oh, wow. Go for her. Yeah. Yeah. If you handle her an article, she wants to learn. She just had... You know, she didn't know what she didn't know. And you can't blame people for that. Now, when you know what you don't know, now now that's an issue. So, I mean, like right now, like, you know, the George Floyd stuff completely woke her up in a way that the countless other murders didn't. Yeah. But, but, you know, woke her up nonetheless. So she's on like. So for Slave Plays, she was just like, we really had thoughts. Also, we're waiting outside. So she's my for many years. 
referred to a man that she used to date called Mr. Six Foot Five. Uh, <laughs> my parents broke up and separated and got back together like five times before they actually got the divorce. So like my mom, you know, yeah, she had her times. So I, I didn't really know what her dating life was like. So she got a down the street around the corner. Mr. She Six had a down the street okay. around the corner. But I think it might. But I think he lived in New York City. Uh, and <laughs> she, But she'd always call him Mr. Six Foot Five. I didn't know much, but I knew there was a guy in my mom's life at some point during my parents' like breakups called Mr. Six Foot Five. We're outside waiting for the cast to come out. And just she says something along the lines of, yeah, this makes me think about when I was with Mr. Six Foot Five. And I'm like, <gasps> was he black? That's what I asked. Yeah. I had no idea. Like, it wouldn't be a problem. It just like was interesting. I didn't Mama. know that. Mm. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, this made things make more sense about my time with Mr. Six Foot Five. And I'm like, okay. And then we had a whole talk in the car. Right? I like to think Bobby left New York City that day a slightly better white lady. I think she did. Yeah. But I think we've all left a little slightly better because I wasn't expecting that little twist. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I see you, Bobby. I see you. Was there anything in the show that particularly uh, spoke to you? No, I'm trying to think because um, it had so so many, many layers. elements going on. Yeah, yeah, um, so many. Come, and I mean, it wasn't even just about interracial relationships. They had like the you know the queer relationships that were in there. They had uh, you know different motivations. They had different types. Yeah, like um, I don't want to go into too much because I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Mm. But I'm like, that's how we're gonna ruin it because you got to either read it or see it. Um, oh, wait, I forgot we can read plays. Yeah. I genuinely forgot that. I know. <laughs> I know. It's okay. But it's a great, yeah, it's a great show. Please read. Yeah, I mean, we can do that. And you know what, though? Now that I'm sitting here saying this out loud, I'm wondering if it's on um, any of the um, Lincoln Center stuff mm-hmm. um, that they made available during COVID because it really is an amazing amazing um play mm-hmm. and i know they made a lot of musicals available um and it's just one of those plays that made made me think on various levels because it like here's an easy giveaway and it's not a big deal which was basically it was basically three couples mm-hmm. and going trying to figure out dealing with their relationship and being slaves and being overseers and the one that just always kind of just made me just in a way sad, but it made me think of homosexual relationships was the homosexual couple. Mm. And just thinking of back in the days of slavery, there really were homosexuals and white men who had um, <clears throat> feelings for their slaves and wanted them and then would, they would do the buck breaking and then I think of all the sexual abuse that went on within that whole, I just call it a community for what they were. Because, you know, you had sons raping their mothers, not knowing they put bags over their heads because they wanted to get the woman pregnant and made sure that they stayed pregnant and had more slaves. And so you couldn't see that you were messing and having sex with your mother or your sister. They just put bags over the heads. And I just think of that. And whenever I think of that whole even play and then my issue and my need for race play, I know on some level it's all tied mm-hmm. within a story. And one of the weirdest things for me now, like you asked me in the very beginning, 
um, what my relationship status was. And I'm single. And about 2015, I decided to stop dating all white American men. I still date um, European men. And I was traveling a lot. Like I did 70 countries in four years between um, 2015 and 2019. And when doing that, I pretty, I've had, I've either kissed somebody or fucked somebody and all of them. You, you've, you've really tasted the, uh, tasted the world. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've, I've tasted all the rainbows, sucked all the dick, enjoyed myself. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm going to write a little book called sabbatical smooches about that. Cause it was like my time off and I was just, collecting kisses around the globe and but while doing that and being away my my main reason was is that even when I was coming up with that idea and that concept it was still in a way to get at white American men Mm. like I didn't want them inside me I didn't want them around me like even now when I fuck them it's a total different like and now I've gone back to fucking them because you know Times are tough. Yeah, I mean, I'm stuck here in the states. You know, I can't, I can't get out. I, I do need some penis, and um, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm good. I, I, I fuck an African American man or Indian man or any man. I mean, a good looking man. That's pretty much maybe a good looking man with a pretty penis. And oh my god, a pretty. Well, like if you got a pretty penis. Criteria. I mean, no, not even a pretty penis. <laughs> but not the pretty penis is not it. Because I mean, I've only seen two. Oh. I mean, I've seen a couple of nice, well, I mean, there's some runner-up penises, but I can't remember their names. There's like a pride in me that like wants to stick up. <laughs> like I'm a, like, there's more, there's more than two out there. No, okay. uh, <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I can remember the exact, I remember, like, I can tell you his full fucking birth name. Mm-hmm. I can do that. So I'm just like. I'm surprised <laughs> you don't have an interest in wanting to top, like, and dominate straight, uh, dominate white guys. Oh, I've done that. I like right. that. But I'm like, I'm surprised that you put out the ad that you did and not like say the reverse. Because you like, know do what, race play, but where you're in the power position. Because that's that's Monday through Thursday. Like you know, that's okay. that's work. That's yeah. That's just that's life. You know, it's in general. Like even with old twenty eight. You know, like well, I mean, we're more. It's it's an equal power play type of situation. But, like, I find men, especially men who love performing oral on women, like, that's a submissive act and within itself, especially to, like, you know, to give that pleasure. So I find men who really like to do that, they, at the end of the day, like to be dominated. And if, like, I'm, you know, never put on a strap on, but I've gotten, like, you know, a dildo or a vibrator and stuck it up a guy's ass and loved it. And I mean, you know, if somebody says, hey, you want to try this out? Here's like, you know, strap on, do it. I'm like, yeah, I'm down. (laughs) But, you know, it's still, you got to find, you know, find people who are are into that. Find people that, you know, and it's also building a relationship, not even, not necessarily like a romantic relationship, but a sexual relationship. And like I said, after I got to a point of being, you know, 45, I'm like, there is no... I have to make sure that I use my words and make it known what I want and find out what the other person wants. So we're both taken care of. Sure. Because at this point, like, that's all it's about. It's about enjoying ourselves and having fun. Like, I've made it this long. No kids, no husband, no bullshit. 
I get to have all the sex I want. I live in a two fucking bedroom. I should have sex in every room I want to. <laughs> and I'm just like, why not? It's it's you know my prerogative, and that's what I'm about. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm I'm hoping for all the pretty penises you could possibly want to come your way Thank of you. uh, whatever colors and shapes and sizes. <laughs> um, do you have like another like 15 minutes to a little bonus episode? Yeah. Uh, but for now, where can people find you? Oh, um, everything is I am Kit Williams from Instagram. And that's Kit with two T's. One T. I, I one T. Yep. Okay. I am. I A M K I T W I L L I A M S. That's on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter. I'm assuming you're doing the good TikToks. You got the green screen hung up here. (laughs) Well, yeah, but my TikToks kind of suck now. Like I did really well at first, and that's when I got lazy. And it's so funny because um, me and um, two of my people in one of my sketch teams. We're all doing TikToks at the same time. And mine blew up first because I had like 150,000 likes. I thought I was Ooh. big shit. Oh, yeah. I thought it was all day. Uh, more likes than I've ever gotten on a thing. <laughs> oh, well, now, though, Brett, um, which he's now left the, the gang. He's actually moved. He, you know, the COVID took him out of New York. But um, he did one TikTok and he had 11.2 million views and now he's like doing stuff for yahoo and i'm like this you better go out there and make that damn money boy because let me tell you something the minute he makes something i'm like this i'm coming to work for you you're gonna put me on like your little show you gonna do whatever but i'm gonna get a check and so it's just really cool to see people trying all these new different platforms and it's taken off you know i was really kind of hoping that quigby would take off a little bit better but well so it's just like finding my own path and finding a way that makes it work. So I just tell everybody, like, if you find something that works for you, fuck what everybody else thinks and yeah. do it because you got nothing to lose. And go find her uh, again at I am Kit Williams. Yep. Uh, Patreon people, folks, $5 and up folks. You're going to hear a bonus episode come on out tomorrow. But for now, Kit, why don't you go say uh, goodbye to everybody else? All right. I would like to say bye. <laughs> The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by HotMovies.com. Try out some ethical, paid-for porn for free with none of those hidden fees or secret subscriptions when you sign up at HotMovies.com and use the promo code MANHORE. Kit Williams, everybody, go check her out. Go give her the follows on the places you know where to get it. Uh, I assume you all know where to get it from me, right? You want to get it. You want to get it from me, don't you? Oh, you want to get it from me? Come get it from me. On the Instagram, folks, people, Instagram. I've got one. Again, I'm posting the things. I'm looking cute. If you've ever wanted to see me look cute, Instagram's where you got to go for it right now. Uh, I'm over there at Billy is Presida. I'm also on Twitter at the Billy Presida. If you want to see more jokes, uh, if you want to see some more man whore podcast news and various sex positive memes, go smash that like button on the man whore podcast Facebook fan page. It's also the place where you go to get your man whore merch. Just click the shop button. Uh, I want to throw this out there on behalf of a friend of the pod, uh, Geeky and Kinky Pins. They have been, they have sponsored all three Man Whore Cons. 
the guy who runs the thing. He uh, his name's Kevin. He has been a longtime supporter of the podcast on Patreon, and he owns a his own small business called Geeky and Kinky Pins. I fucking love these things. This is not a paid endorsement. Uh, the, I like I've had my uh, my magic wand pin on my backpack for a couple years now. Geeky and Kinky Pins. Um, they make pins, right? These uh, animal pins. Um, that like mix like nerd culture and kink culture, and it's so fucking fun. You know, they've got like a Dom Scooby Doo. They've got you know Snow White tied up. There's leather daddy. There's leather. There's leather daddy Thanos from Avengers, and and so much more. Uh, I think they also do like you know stickers and T-shirts and such. Anyways, small business, sex positive, supports this show, and. After four years and 19,000 followers, uh, his Instagram got taken down for the same reasons my Instagram got taken down a couple years back, for the same reasons a lot of sex-positive, non-pornographic accounts get removed on Instagram, and I would just really love it if you would go follow Kevin uh, his and his company at Geeky and Kinky Co. That's Geeky and kinky co on instagram please go give them a follow and if you want to make me really happy um share share one of his posts in your story uh to help spread the word okay it really sucks uh as a as an independent content creator or as a small business owner to have an account go from nineteen thousand to zero so let's uh, let's help boost those numbers a bit uh if you want to email me any of your comments your questions your criticisms which will be taken with grace uh, you can send anything and all things over to manhorpod at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to hear more of my conversation with Kit Williams, we talk a little bit more about her upbringing and her, her high school and college years and, and her fucking around the globe. And you're going to hear that exclusively at patreon.com slash manhorpodcast. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash manhorpodcast. Uh, I've got some uh, some exciting interviews getting lined up right now, uh, and I'm really hyped for them. Uh, I've got another past partner lined up. Whoa! It's been a while since we've had one of those. I don't think we've had one of uh, my past hookups since we had porn star Alexis Allure on the show. So y'all are in for a fucking treat and a good slate of episodes coming up. Um, until then, I gotta I gotta I gotta pack. I'm moving on Saturday. And then once I'm in the new place, ooh, someone may be starting to stream a certain type of less than clothed venture. Stay tuned, get on the mailing list, and stay slutty. <laughs>